I put together five reasons on where I believe the church fails. So you're going to be hearing that in the next 19 minutes, more detail, but just really quick, it's going to go over how the church doesn't cover current events, no educational learning, no food assistance, no financial assistance, and they follow the rules of the government over the rules of God. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. And if you would like to help build this new church that I'm trying to have um, built, then hit me up. And thank you for listening. You guys enjoy. There are two different types of church, I think. Like when you go to church, what you do. There is the one type of teaching where you are studying the Bible. Okay, you get a scripture and you read it and you study it. I like to call it SOAP. SOAP, S-O-A-P. That's how I study the Bible. I get a scripture. That's the S in SOAP. I observe that scripture, find out what it means. I find out how I can apply that scripture. That's the A in SOAP. And P, I have a prayer that matches that scripture and what I observed and how to apply it. Okay, so I use the SOAP method um, when I study the Bible. So you have that part of studying the Bible. Then there is the other part of teaching where the Lord is talking to you about a current situation that is in your life for that day. So... You can either have, and then what I think also what a lot of churches are doing is they're doing teaching over, a lot of teaching over the Bible, Bible scriptures, and let's, you know, see how we can apply that in your life. And then they don't talk about like current daily things. And I think that is what is missing in the church is People are trying to figure out how do I go through my daily life? And so they, what they do is they focus on your daily life through these little scriptures, but they don't talk about like current events and how that applies to your daily life. Because the current events, the major current events, the political, the religious, I mean, they don't, the church doesn't talk about like how Christians are being blindfolded and, um, and shot and murdered, um, like in different countries. They don't talk about that. They don't talk about the people being hungry and needing heat. They don't, they don't focus on your current life situation. Like for instance, the electricity was out in Texas and the churches didn't have warming centers. Do you know what I mean? Like they, the, the recs ha- recreation centers had warming centers before churches had warming centers and a warming center was just you know our building has electricity i mean and and heat so you could come up to our church and get warm if you need to they didn't do that they didn't advertise that they didn't do that they sent texts to see if you were okay to the people that they have their phone number from, but they weren't out there in the current event of life. 
that was for recreation centers. You had recreation centers that worked with current life issues and not the church. And that is where the church fails because the church tends to focus on let's read a scripture in the Bible and see how we can dissect that and and give you wisdom for your day-to-day life, but it doesn't focus on current life issues, current life issues. And so you're up here, you, you need your rent paid or you lost your job and and they don't focus on that. And that is where church fails because that is not church. When the church fails to recognize you, then that is no longer church. I mean, it's good to get a good scripture in, but the church is the hands and feet. In fact, back in the day before before church is what it is now, church was the place. Did you know church invented school? Church, that's where school started from because the church, everyone would meet at the church and the church would have school. They would teach you your ABCs, your one, two, threes, and also talk about God. It would help feed the homeless. It would help feed people. I mean, that is what church was. It was just more of giving, giving and helping. Now it seems as if it's just like a TED talk for a tithe. Like it's, it's Bible study every week. That's what it seems like. It seems like it's Bible study and not the hands and feet of Christ. And you can't be able to talk about current events unless you are seeing the current events through the eyes of God. Because if you go in there using your own wisdom and using your own knowledge, then don't nobody want to hear that because I can use my own wisdom. I can use my own knowledge. Someone, a church leader needs to be, I hear from Christ. This is what the Holy Spirit is telling me about these current events. And this is how we can be able to help. Let's help this way. Let's help that way. And the church would be involved, needs to be involved in these current events. How do you let another Christian get their head blown off? or get banned on social media, um, or, or get um, shadow banned or whatever else. Like, how is that persecution towards Christians being ignored in the church? And that's only on the bigger issue, but also like talking about even just the smaller issue of like, you need your rent paid, or you lost your job, or you know, you you don't have food. The first place that people look for assistance is the government. They look for assistance through social security and through, you know, jobs that are hiring and all this other stuff. And that's good. But the first place that we should be looking is the church. The first place when a current event happens the first place we should be looking towards is what is God saying? And that should come from the church and needs to come from the church. Um, When it comes to, you know, I lost this, I lost that, I need help with this, I need help with that. That should come 
also from the church as a one-stop shop. The church should have, the government should not be the only place that we get teaching from and government, government assistance. They even have government assistance. They don't like, why doesn't the church have church assistance? And you say, oh, they do have it. I haven't heard of it. Have you? No. And you think, well, maybe, well, it's because I don't really go to church that much. So that's probably why I don't know. That should not be the reason why, because you don't go to the government every day, but you know, the government has assistance. Also, you know, I'm just pointing out five different things why the church fails, okay? And so current events definitely should be at the top of the list because you need a church leader that can be able to talk about what is going on, um, but see it through the eyes of God and hear it through the eyes of God and be able to tell the people how we can be able to help. Um, through God's eyes, but also with educational learning. I mean, you know, we talk about God and that's educational learning in the church, right? Um, But we leave education to schools, again, the government. We leave education to social media and YouTube videos and educational stuff like that. But it should be coming from the church. Actually, it started from the church. I bet you didn't know that. The church started schools. It start, we started schools. And the government picked up on that. We were the one helping um, feed the poor. We were the ones that were giving out food assistance. Um, and now the government does that. Like, why doesn't the church do this? And yeah, you can give your little excuse, but try harder. Like, where is it coming from? Um, it should be coming from the church. So there is no educational learning. Um, we leave that educational learning to schools, but there used to be a thing called Sunday school. And that's where you actually learned it. Now they use it just to talk about God, but it used to be a thing where you talked about everything. Um, so we need to bring education back into the church. Um, You're leaving your education to a teacher who doesn't know Christ. And you say, well, then I have to pay for um, uh, that type of school if I want that. Well, why can't that be in church? Still, why can't that be in church? There's a lot of teachers that need a job right now. I mean, you, you could start in church, you know, and there's churches that even have little rooms, extra rooms where school can happen. And even now they have online school. So there's just really no excuse. I mean, you can be able to um, teach in church, you know, also with the food assistance. This is what bothers me because even when I was younger, I, I, I participated in this. I don't see this anymore. And this was something that was a uh, all the time kind of thing that happened from the beginning of church until I think today, but there's no food assistance. I mean, have you seen that they help these like random people um, out in Africa and, 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 and Haiti and all this other stuff? And these are people you never hear. See, I'm not saying that they don't need assistance because they do, but how can you help another country but you leave your own people poor and helpless. And you say, well, they have a roof over their head. How do you know that? 
How do you know that they're not struggling? Their problem is just as bad as someone that is in Haiti. In fact, I think some people out there, they are doing it real good. Um, But they don't think that. And that is a conversation for another day. I mean, just because you don't have some people need to know, learn how to live without all of this, like, technology that we have these days because back in the Jesus days they didn't have all that and they were doing great so that's what I mean by um, other countries are doing better than us because they they don't need all that we need but pardon me just because we're here okay we have this technology we have the houses we have the apartments we have the electricity we have all this but it still does not mean it's a different kind of poor it's a different kind of helpless and if we cannot be able to help the people in our own congregation how can we be able to help people that are elsewhere i mean let's get us down and then work our way out and I just really think that there's no way that I could be able to help someone else when I'm struggling. So I really think that that goes with the food assistance and also financial assistance. I mean, they they say, well, give give somebody, you know, 25 cents a day or 99 cents a day. Give give someone in your congregation 99 cents a day and see how that works out. I guarantee you. I just really believe that the church would look a lot wealthier and a lot better um, by helping other people. I mean, even with the financial assistance, I mean, they broadcast. I've seen church leaders broadcast when they help one person. They're like, they put it all on social media and they're like, oh, well, this person, they give them like a hundred dollars and all this other stuff. And it's cool. Actually, <clears throat> pardon me. I, I think it's cool. That's, that's really cool. Right. But I'm meaning not taking care of their every need. Now I'm not saying like, take care, like now you're their pimp and you know, <laughs> take care of everybody inside the church, you know, but when someone is in need in your church, they need to know that the first place that they can go to um, aside from God as being the first, but the first human place that you can go to is the church. You know, when it comes to food assistance and financial assistance, the first place that a normal person, a normal child of God should think it should be, I'm going to see what the church is doing. Can the church offer food assistance? Can the church offer financial assistance? Um, Instead of going to the government first, that the first place that we should go to, we should be able to go to is the church. But this also means that you as a person in the congregation must be able to help fund the church as well. So this is where I think that the tithes do come in. Um, the tithes and the offerings do come in because you know that when you give to the church, you're offering financial assistance to someone else that you sit next to in the church, or you're giving food assistance to someone else that you sit next to in the church, and you're giving educational learning to someone else in the church. 
So you're helping others, you know, that are in the church when you give a tithe, you know that it's going into the church to help the lights stay on and help feed and help educate and help learn. And, you know, all this type of assistance, I'm sorry, my throat is froggy right now. Um, You're getting all this type of assistance, but you know that when you put this tithe and you put this offering in, that's where it's going. But right now it's not. And and this is 99% of churches. I mean, it is rare and random to find a church that says, we offer educational learning. We talk about current events through the eyes of God and how we can help. We offer food assistance. We offer financial assistance. That is the kind of thing that we want to give our money to, to the church. That's what we need in the church. And so what we see now is that we're giving tithes to the church. We're being obedient to God by giving to the church. However, the church is not giving back. And they give back in these weird ways that you don't think. Like they... um they don't offer any of this type of stuff, but they do like a, here's a a toy for the month and here's an award or here's some food on Sunday, um, Sunday, but that's only for the people that work in the church or, you know, but it's, it's not what I'm talking about. Um, and so a lot of people are not going to church because they know that This is what the church needs to be doing. They need to be the hands and feet, the physical hands and feet of God, the kingdom of God here on earth that um, doesn't just do TED Talks, but also helps out. And see, that all comes down to following the rules of the government over following the rules of God. And that's what the church is tending to do. Let's follow the rules of the government. I mean, and that's good, you know, follow the rules of the government. But when the government tells you to block your oxygen, will you do it too? If the government tells you not to praise and not to worship and not to hug your neighbor, not to love your neighbor, will you do that too? I mean, when will you stop and say, no, this is the day that we will follow Christ. This is the day that we will follow the rules of our God because we're going to put our God above all else. When cause they try to make it like it's this gray line, like, oh, well, we really can't do it because the government says, and that's cool. Follow the government. But when is when is the time that you say, you know what? We're going to follow God in this scenario. We're going to follow Christ in this scenario. I I just don't understand why the church isn't doing it. It's it's like, where is this church at? This is why, you know, if I was married, I totally would do this by now. Have a church where the church offers assistance, education, uh, food, and, you know, follows the rules of the government, but also follows the rules of the kingdom of God. Talks about current events through the eyes of God and and how we can help build and help others. So that was my 
<laughs> that was my rant. Enjoy and find a church. Find a church that doesn't fail. And if you'd like to um, help build a church in Texas, hit me up and um, we'll see what we can do. Diana Monique is committed to leaving her business just to preach the Word of God on a regular basis. Leaving the world and starting a church for a single mom costs and requires a lot of faith and partnership with you. To become a partner, please visit imspiritled.com. Thank you for listening. Make sure to tell a friend and please rate this show before exiting.